When we talk about how bad the media have it, we almost never talk about Luxembourg. It seems that because the country is relatively well-off, there is an assumption that every sector of the industry and strain of the society in the country is well-off as well. Well, actually... My name is Alias Mengobitens and this is Lux Ventures, your podcasting guide to navigating life in the Grand Duchy. In this podcast, I trick unsuspecting expats into sharing their experience with Lützeburg, what to expect, how to adapt, when to give up and when to hold on. At the very least, I try to provide some emotional comfort. The third season of Lux Ventures kicks off with Aura City Radio's very own Sam Steen. In the week when even the largest daily newspaper in Luxembourg had to announce it will cut as many as 80 jobs, Ara City Radio is fighting its own existential crisis. Which is why Sam, the host of the wildly popular morning show on Ara City Radio, let himself be convinced to do his big fat stupid marathon show. What's it like to do radio for 33 hours straight? What makes our city radio special and how he ended up in Luxembourg? Sam and I discussed all that live on his show where a guest, me, interviewed the host, him. And as always on Lux Ventures, there are tips and tricks at the end for all of you newcomers to Luxembourg. There was even swearing involved at the beginning, but I cut that part out for those of you with sensitive ears. Namely, with the interview being done live and whatnot, the whole thing began with Lisa, the station manager and a one-time guest on this podcast, venting a bit. This place, for young people particularly, is amazing. I mean, it's an institution for a lot of older Luxembourgers, you mm-hmm. know, who with the blues show, the jazz show, etc. All of that has been in place for 30 years. But for so many young people coming through Luxembourg and coming up in Luxembourg, yeah. growing up in Luxembourg, this place is incredible. So if you care about a decent society, Wherever put your voice. money where your heart is and stop me swearing on air. Yes, uh, Alias joins us. Good morning, Alias. How are you? Good morning. <laughs> I'm very glad he turned up. <laughs> I was feeling left out from the swearing party. Or is it the swearing in party? <laughs> ah, see what I did there. Never mind. Way with words. Um, how are you holding up, Sam? Uh, I'm, I mean, listen, it's only uh, approaching six hours now, so that's fine. Okay, so that's what? Uh, 27 and a quarter hours yeah. to go. So I'm fine now. You're fine, son. I'm good. Yeah, I yeah. think I've said that. You're fine now. All your adult life. You're fine, son. You're grand. Get on with it. Son. Shut up. Uh, I'm fine. Yeah. Lisa just vented, so you're fine now. <laughs> yes, exactly. You, you vented for me, so uh, I'm good. No, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's tripping along nicely. I've got lots of people joining me, like yourself, to keep me company. I've got uh, Anne Faber from Anne's Kitchen joining us shortly, so I've got that to look forward to. Uh, starting to feel... I'm just thinking, oh, I quite fancy some lunch, so that's good. Um, but for the next 10 or so minutes, or 10-15 minutes, we're going to turn the tables a little bit and you're going to do the interviewing. Oh yes, because one of the things, apart from the um, Tuesday's mid-morning show on City Radio, yeah. I, there's a little thing, a little podcast called Lux Ventures that I do, and I thought I'd interview you and talk about yourself and City Radio okay. and hashtag support radio Ara. So yes. uh, here it goes. Sam Steen, hi and welcome to Lux Ventures. Uh, thank you for having me. Very so much um, you're a um, radio animal like uh, myself, yeah. um, and um, we're talking this uh, talking now uh, in the well, not in the middle, but 
at the approaching the seventh hour of your yes. 33 radio mar 33 hours long radio marathon um why would you do this to yourself um well lisa made me do it uh lisa is our boss and she came up with the suggestion a little while ago uh i say a little while ago a few months back just sort of dropped it out there um hey what, what about a marathon show could we do that again and i kind of went Yeah, maybe. Yeah, sort of. And then all of a sudden we're here and it's happening and uh, and it's on. Um, we did it once before. We did it, uh, it as a sort of, well, as to be honest, it was something I wanted to do. I thought it'd be quite fun to do. And then we tied, uh, we, we raised uh, quite a lot of money for charity as a, uh, you know, along with that, which was really good the first time. Um, this time, well, we need the money, actually, um, because we're sort of on life support, actually. Uh, the radio station, that is. Uh, we have been, you know, not just us, all traditional media has, have been struggling for the last couple of years. It's been a very tough environment. People are moving their marketing budgets off of uh, TV, newspapers, radio, and moving it to digital platforms like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and that kind of thing. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's hard, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a difficult and tough environment. And then COVID came along and then everyone's budgets went out the window. Uh, and you can see that across the board, I think. Um, so yeah, everyone's, everyone's feel, feeling the pain of the uh, City Radio especially. Um, but tell me, what... May, what bring brought you to Ara City Radio? Uh, well, I, I've always wanted to be on the radio. To be honest, radio. Everybody is, does. I mean, but not everybody's cut out for it. Well, it's all I it's all I ever wanted to do. To be perfectly honest with you, when I was about eight or nine, I fell in love with a, a bunch of radio uh, presenters and radio shows back home in Ireland, and I just it's all it's really all I ever wanted to do. Really, in my bones, um, and then I oh, I just I. I I, I took a, I did a broadcasting course and as part of that I had to do some work experience uh, and my father was living in Luxembourg at the time and he knew uh, of Irish City Radio put me in contact with him and I came over uh, and did a couple of weeks uh, experience Lisa's on the mic there uh, did a couple of weeks experience and uh, went back home to continue studying and then got a call um, from Lisa wondering if I wanted to come over and make it a, a permanent move um, and I did, basically. So I, I said to the guys running my course, I said, you know, sh should I do it? Is it a good idea to leave in the middle of this thing? Should I continue? And they said, look, you're only doing this to get a job in radio. So if you get offered a job in radio, take the job in radio. Uh, so I did. And, you know, it, it was for a year or two. That was my plan. And uh, here I am almost, actually, not almost, over 10 years later. That's uh, everyone's plan, right? Yeah. A year or two in Luxembourg. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Though, so I guess I'm guessing you're one of those people who actually had a job waiting for them in Luxembourg, as opposed to the, to the rest of us who just sort of tagged along, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just you know, I'm trying to make you feel sorry for myself. Yeah, yeah, no, no, listen, I know, I know, it's a regular thing, but uh, um, but. Um, You're an expat now. I mean, for better or for worse. Um, I have a lot of hours under my belt anyway. Let's put yeah. it that way. <laughs> But uh, now, um, do you feel yourself as a part of an expat? Or are, are you a voice of the expat community in Luxembourg? Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, I... You know, what I, the, the, the reason I fell in love with radio in the first place and what I love about radio is the sort of sense of community that comes from it. Um, the, like, we, we have so many listeners that I know, I don't know them, 
but I know them through the radio. Mm-hmm. I don't know them personally, but I know their sense of humor, their characteristics. The, the we have personal. I have personal in jokes with listeners that I've built up over time, uh, and that they have with the show, and even with each other through the show. It's incredible the kind of community that's built up uh, around the three four hours that we do every day, and it's it's exactly why I got into radio it's exactly what I love about radio and local radio in particular more than national radio um, I, I, I love that about it and I, while I wouldn't say no I don't think I'm a, a, a voice of the expat community but I can be uh, maybe a conduit you know what I fair mean fair enough yeah because one of the things that sort of pops into my head as I was um, training to get here uh, on train rather training sure train, yeah, yeah forget about it um, British Isles Yeah. There's lots of different nations, Irish, yes. Scottish, Welsh, English. Um, and when you are out of your immediate home environment, sure. uh, when you're, say, in Luxembourg, do you guys generally uh-huh. uh, feel more of a bond? I mean, I'm just trying to make to an, 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 an To each other? To each other. I mean, for example, um, from my parts of the world, everybody in Slovenian, Croatian, Serbian, etc., and we sort of, there's sort of petty little differences between nations. But when you're out of the our region, everyone, oh yeah, you're from our part of the world, yeah, and so, so. suddenly differences f- fade and, and everybody is uh, more approachable. Absolutely. No, I, I would definitely think so. I think Brexit's put a bit of a spanner in those mm. works. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, not on an individual level. Yeah. You know, absolutely not on an individual level. I think most people, uh, apologies to my British friends, would probably almost go I'm sorry that you have you're having to go through all it's this. It's a bit of a shit show it's right a, it, now that we're swearing. Basically, right? it's 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 kind of like uh, it's it's not it's not you. It's your government basically, <laughs> and the stuff that are going on there. But I would think that there's definitely a. I mean, the, Luxembourg. There are so many different communities and so many different uh, nationalities that are all here. And I think what makes Luxembourg work really is that everyone just recognizes that. And it's one thing I always say to new people when they arrive in Luxembourg is that m- lots of people are new here. Or everyone was new here once. Not everyone. Half. Actually, half of the people were new here once. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. And everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone who is here, if you're from here and grew up here, then you know that half of the other people have just arrived here. If you were one who has just arrived here, you know that half. You know, a, half of the people here are also new and have gone through these experiences. So I do feel that there's a sort of a, you know, people are willing to welcome people more easily. I find actually. How has Luxembourg changed in the past decade now that you're here? Uh, hugely. Massively. In, in loads of different ways. Even in terms of, I mean, obviously we broadcast in English and we, we work in English. Um, but I remember when I first moved here, you'd walk down the street and if you heard someone speaking English on the street, mm-hmm. you kind of whip around, who's that? And that must be somebody I know or, you know, is it somebody else? Now it's, I would say, when you walk through the the city center it's the majority language that you actually hear mm. being spoken um, but, but there are lots of different languages on our city radio even loads. and, and uh, so the even the international community in Luxembourg has grown more well international well I mean yourself I mean I mean the the Eastern Europe opened up around about what 2008 2009 four uh, four sorry yeah, but here. no but oh, yeah here. Oh, oh sorry sorry yeah my bad here yeah around 2008 2009 so a huge influx of, of people from Eastern Europe and 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 you 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 know you really notice that again on the street and also on air and in in the media it's been fantastic you know it's been mm. really really been great to see. 
actually. Um, how has your ra radio life um, or tastes in the radio generally changed over the years? I mean, have you grown uh, from what, I don't know, I'm imagining yeah. from more of a hard rock person now to a more of a mellow kind of guy? Yeah, mu you mean musically? Yeah, yeah musically generally changed. speaking, yeah, in, in taste. In musically, taste yeah, I'm more open to pop music than I was. Horrible. I really am. No, I mean, I, like I, I was probably a bit of maybe a music snob when I moved over here. Probably not the most snobbish person that we had on, on our city radio at that time. I mean, there were plenty of other people who were more dyed in the wool. Um, but uh, I've, I know I have. I've become more open to pop, to pop music, sugary kind of straight up pop music. Because I think I realized that it's not actually for me. Mm -hmm. I think before I was thinking, that's rubbish. I don't like that. That's not what I'm into. And then I kind of went, oh, actually, it's not for me. It's, it has an audience and they love it. Mm -hmm. And this is, and I've, maybe tuned into why they love it and I've grown to appreciate it more. Yeah, that's the difference between a radio presenter and a DJ, right? I, mean, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess. Uh, listen, uh, we're sort of kind of almost running out of time. We've got a mm -hmm. couple of minutes left. Um, three pieces of advice for newcomers to Luxembourg in your experience. What are the three things that they need to know uh, they, before or when they move here? Well, one thing I would say, it's tough because... It's it's obviously tough in the current environment because it's there is less thing there are literally less things to do, you know there yeah, are less places. You mean COVID you and everything? COVID yeah. okay. and coronavirus and lockdown and things like that. There are less places to go. There are less events on, but there are still things on. And one thing about Luxembourg is that you kind of have to go out in it. Um, you often see people complaining, oh, there's nothing to do. It's very boring. You know, people coming from larger cities, perhaps London, Paris, things like this. Uh, I don't know, I come from a, a city about the same size as Luxembourg, maybe a bit smaller, and there was literally nothing to do. I mean, like, really. The, the idea of, ha like, three, two, the idea of even two of the big bands that pass through Luxembourg on a weekly basis, playing in a year in Limerick, where I'm from, just wouldn't happen. Just, it'd be, it'd be you, it just couldn't happen. Uh, and we did have theatres, and we did have, you know, there, you know, there's stuff going on, but not to the level that there is here. Uh, if you go out, you'll find stuff. There's festivals on all the time. There's groups. Uh, there's, like you said, there's all the different communities, and each community has their own event, and it's not exclusive to them either. They're very welcoming and want everyone to get involved uh, and experience their cultures and experience their things, which I think is fantastic. So the main thing is really just get involved. Go out and and get involved in it and actually see the country as well because you can get stuck in Luxembourg and maybe think oh it's great it's so central because you can go out and go to the other countries that surround it but I was here about five years before I went up to the lakes and Innsenborn and stuff like that and they are genuinely breathtaking like stunningly beautiful the countryside in Luxembourg is phenomenal for such a small country there's so much to look at and see uh, and experience so that's so what that's two. That's two. And the okay. third... The third one, yeah. Uh, listen to our city radio. It's the best uh, radio station in the country and uh, plays the best music. That is a fact. Sam Steen, uh, thank you for being, <laughs> uh, for appearing on Lux, Lux Ventures. Lisa's having a laugh over there. Um, you know, she appeared on the podcast as well. Did you appear on the podcast as well? Yeah, she <laughs> saved my behind once when I was late with, a, with an episode. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, listen, yeah, thanks for everything and uh, thank you for uh, what you do. No, no, thank, thank you. I do appreciate it. And uh, good luck with the rest of the, of the marathon. Yeah, just, uh, just the old 27 hours to go. Yeah. Fine. So this is it. Not a bad season opening, even if I do say so myself. 
thank you for tuning in or downloading as it were. And if you can, please leave a review and rate this podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Don't forget to like the Lux Ventures Facebook page and feel free to ping me on Twitter at Pengovsky with any comments and suggestions you might have. More importantly, check out Aro City Radio's website, appropriately named arocityradio.com, and donate if you can to keep the radio going. Sam may have completed his radio marathon, but we all still need you to hashtag support Radio Ara. As for this podcast, Lux Ventures will be back next month. Cheers. <laughs>